This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at CosmicPotato.com. This is Michael Jan Friedman, and you're listening to Cosmic Potato. Because Cosmic makes everything sound cooler, even potatoes. We interrupt this program to annoy you and make things generally irritating. Hey everybody and welcome to Cosmic Potato, the super fan talk podcast. My name is Sean Ray and sitting across the virtual table from me is the only co-host that can stand right side up in the upside down, Mr. John Irons. How are you, sir? Topsy-turvy, feeling groovy. (laughs) And also joining us on the mic tonight is our friend Rick. How are you? What up, noobs? (laughs) Uh, This is the beginning of, I guess... Season four of the show, because our first season was kind of a half season, but uh, we've been bringing you this podcast since uh, summer of 2015, and this is our first episode of 2018, so Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, it is? (laughs) It is. Oh, then... Hmm, Okay. <laughs> We're kind of in that weird time of year where the listeners have listened to our season finale, even though we haven't technically recorded it yet. <laughs> okay, so it's, so what's, the season finale is is. Star Wars, or yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do Star Wars. Even though as we record this, Star Wars hasn't come out yet. But but the next episode that our listeners will hear will be Star Wars, and then uh, and then this episode we're recording now will be the first episode that we release in 2018. So, have they heard Gremlins yet? They they have. Okay. They no, have. they haven't. <laughs> <laughs> They have as of the time that they're hearing this. They heard Gremlins. But it is now then, or is then it's, now? It's that we're we're in that wibbly wobbly timey wimey time, you know, where we're pre-recording some shows. But uh, so what we're going to do tonight is we're going to talk about films that are going to be coming out in 2018, which is this and, year. Right you know, now. last last year we tried to get through the entire year. And we didn't quite make it because we got hung up talking about some of the bigger movies that came out in the summer. So well, that's because we we'll cut probably the, end do, of the year off. I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what we're probably going to do is just kind of talk about the films that come out up through the spring, and and we'll do another show when we get closer to uh, summertime to talk about all those blockbusters and things like that. But I thought before we did that, uh, we would go back to a fan favorite, the the fan being me. Uh, and we'll, we'll go to the amazing fact generator and we will do five random facts. I used to call it three random facts, but then I always read two more. So, (laughs) so we'll do, we'll do five random facts. So, uh, 
listeners, if you wanna if you wanna use the the random fact generator, just go to mentalfloss.com slash amazing fact generator and uh, and it's pretty cool. You just click the button and it gives you a random fact like this one. The term lawn mullet means having a neatly manicured front yard and an unmowed mess in the back. Nobody that. says that. <laughs> I've never heard that, but apparently someone does. Lawn mullet. That sounds right. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> That's yeah. yeah. When you said lawn mullet, I knew exactly what you meant. So. Exactly what it should be. Yeah. Uh, a litter of kittens is also known as a Kindle. That's another one I've never huh. heard. I've never, never heard, heard of that. I have nothing to add to that one. <laughs> <laughs> the Eiffel Tower leans slightly toward the shade on sunny days. Now, how in the world huh. can that be? <laughs> um, that makes sense, actually. Yeah, that does make you, sense. You want to take it, Rick? Yeah. Put the wizard hat on? Someone, some, someone science this. Yeah, the, the sun <laughs> would, would heat up. The, the sunward side of the tower would heat up, and the and the metal would expand, and the shady side would be slightly cooler and so it would contract and it would bend that way a little bit okay i have been scienced (laughs) (laughs) i've been thoroughly scienced okay uh it makes a lot more sense than kindle for kittens right (laughs) yes i would like to skip this ad okay uh during world war ii lazy boy manufactured seats for tanks torpedo boats gun turrets and armored cars Makes and sense. last but not least, the square dance is the official state dance or folk dance of 24 states. Which just shows you how much people don't pay attention to what their state's dance is. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what Alabama state dance is, but it's probably the it's prob- square it's, dance. I'm going to guess you're one of the 24. I'm just going <laughs> to go out on a limb here. <laughs> Sherry says it's the hoedown throwdown. <laughs> I'm trying to okay. find for Florida, and, and Google doesn't want to... Oh, wait. List of U.S. state dances. Okay, here we go. Oh, well, there you go. All right, well, Connecticut, is where Alabama I'm originally from, it's the square dance. Uh, I would not have guessed that. Florida doesn't have one, it would appear. Okay. Is Alabama the square dance? Alabama is a square yeah. dance. Florida, yeah. I think, is the, um, the hip replacement boogie. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not the line dance. You know, we were really into that in the 90s. Uh, um, yeah. So before we get into our main topic, uh, there was there's a story that came up in the last couple of weeks that I wanted to bring up here. Supposedly, Quentin Tarantino might direct the Star Trek film. I had a feeling that's where you were going. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't sure. I'm glad. I'm it's, glad. A po- it's a possibility because... Uh, and this, it, this is the weird thing because I actually saw this story about a month month and a half ago uh but it at the time it, it was a headline that, that would come up saying quentin tarantino to direct a star trek film and then when you click on it it's just someone asked him at a party if he would like to direct the star trek film and he said sure i would you know so it was a non-story clickbait clickbait kind of thing so when this thing started coming out again in the last week or so i thought well that it's just making the rounds again but evidently there's actually been some meetings and uh, and s- some things are in the works, and something may actually happen. Rick is not happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> Rick is not a Rick is not a Quentin Tarantino fan. <laughs> However, uh, if there's anything the last year has taught me, 
with all of the brouhaha about Star Trek Discovery uh, before Frame 1 was, was even shot uh, is that until the thing is until until the thing exists there is really no point in complaining about it or you know if if you asked me who the most inappropriate director to do a Star Trek film is Quentin Tarantino would probably have been top of my list Mel but, Brooks <laughs> Well he already did that with Spaceballs so <laughs> Yeah but it wasn't it wasn't Star Trek Um <laughs> But I mean, the man is whether I like his work or not. He is an accomplished director. I can't. I can't fault the quality of his work. I just don't like the quality of it. Uh, wait, that's the same thing. I can't. I can't fault the quality of his work. I just don't like the content. content. Of it. That's what I was yeah. trying to say. Right. Um, it just doesn't doesn't work for me. But I mean, he certainly knows how to work a camera. He certainly knows how to put a movie together. Although the the, the films of his I have seen have been kind of boring to me. He does tend to go on. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, long, he's long-winded. But You know, maybe, maybe, you know, he could surprise, you know, maybe he's been a fan of Star Trek all his life and he can do it without blood and guts and swearing, although they're saying that he's insisting that it be an R-rated film, which... Is going to be weird. Uh, well, well it, but it all depends on why, and, and yeah. we have no context for it. So, and technically, Discovery should be R-rated. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So Quentin Tarantino's movies are R-rated, but they're not usually R-rated because of sex. He doesn't have like a lot of. Uh, have you seen Dusk Till Dawn. Yeah, well, that's not really his movie. He 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 wrote that movie, but he didn't. That's a Robert Rodriguez movie. Mm. Um, I mean, he had something to do with it. He was in it, and he wrote the script, but it wasn't... His movies are full of violence. They're full of uh, cursing, but cursing they're not usually... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They're not... I mean, there, there are sexual things in the movie, but it's not full of just, you know, raunchy nudity. Yeah, sex but he's not... Here's why I'm not... Con- well, concerned, I guess. Um... Because he is an accomplished director. Like, he's not a one-trick pony. Like, he doesn't... You can expect to hear the F-word in a Quentin Tarantino film. But it's not like They're the film... the first word. It's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not like the film is based on the F-word. You know? It's, it's like a... Um, not buying the... It's like a Scorsese film. You know, there's probably going to be some killing. There's probably going to be some, uh, some foul language. <laughs> <laughs> but like it, it, it's not like it would be a bad movie if you took those things out. It just is kind of what the movie. It's just kind of the nature of that particular story. And if that's not the story he's telling, I trust him to adapt accordingly. Now here's a question because you guys may know his Olivier much better than I do. Has he ever directed someone else's movie? That is my cause for concern. I'm, I'm, I, I, I don't know. I know that he has directed. He has directed television episodes of of stuff uh, that he didn't write. And he, he, you know, he he directed an episode of ER. He directed some other stuff. I think an episode of NYPD Blue, things like that. Well, as far as films, I'm not sure. And he has directing written, on he TV has, is very different from directing a film. Yeah, he has written things for other people. Yeah, you're basically just blocking when yeah. you're directing a TV show, but. Um, but my my concern is this: 
nothing that he has ever directed that I've seen is science fiction. Everything that he's ever done has either been uh, uh, gangsters, uh, war, or westerns. Um, you know, or samurais, and you know stuff like that. But I've never seen him do science fiction, and I would hate for his first foray into science fiction to be Star Trek. I'm actually not worried about that because I, I mean, not to, you know, I, I'm air quoting around this word, but he is a visionary director. He 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 does have a very good sense of, um, the visuals of his film and and how the camera should move and what the scene should um encompass and he's a big nerd like i, I don't know i don't know if he's a star trek nerd but i know he's a nerd and yes yeah. if you're one you're usually the other <laughs> so uh now i'm assuming you 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 mentioned that uh whether or not he had directed uh someone else's movie i'm assuming that if he directs this that it'll be his movie i'm assuming that he would be the writer as well i did not assume or at that. least at least on the writing team. Yes, I would think uh, that he'd be on the I'm, team. I don't. I, I. I wouldn't expect it to be the, the kind of you know singular um, auteur production that most of his films are. I'm looking at his uh, his Wikipedia of, of his filmography, and it does not look like he's ever directed anything that he didn't write. Now he's he's written things that he didn't direct, right? But everything that says directed by has also says written by. Now there's there's one other wrinkle to this story that you didn't mention, and that is that this isn't just Tarantino. This is J.J. Yeah, Abrams as well. J.J. Abrams. And while I have grown to accept two of the <laughs> of the Kelvinverse movies. And I even enjoyed Beyond, for the most part. Um, I I don't you know if if no more Kelvin verse movies were ever made, I would not shed a tear. And so, JJ teaming up with Tarantino is just kind of like the double shot to the crotch that I really didn't need <laughs> in my Star Trek future right now. Yeah, and th- and and this. This may not even be the Kelvin verse. They may be spawning a whole new thing because uh, Patrick Stewart made a comment that uh, he's always wanted to work with Quentin Tarantino, and if it came down to it, he would play Picard again. Now that one is one of those those clickbaity party things. <laughs> yeah, it's not like well, Tarantino yeah. called him and said, "Hey, Pat." How about yeah. you come on over here and drop some f bombs for me? <laughs> we don't really know what the what the idea is that he pitched. It could be another installment of the Kelvin verse. It could be a totally new uh, crew. It could be a different uh, set somewhere else in the timeline. I don't know what we've said is basically what is out there, <laughs> you know? So, uh, so there's that. I, I will Tarantino. say this. Just one quick thing to anyone listening, please, for the love of Surak. Enough with the damn Pulp Fiction Spock Kirk Wharf memes. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen those. I haven't either. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> now, I see that there's one that goes around all the time that's uh, Darth Vader and a stormtrooper instead of uh, John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson. Uh, 
well, in the I've, movie poster. But. I've seen plenty of Samuel L. Jackson's face photoshopped into Worf's head with the with the <laughs> caption, Klingon mother, do you speak it? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we don't want that movie. <laughs> we don't want that movie at all. Uh, we've got a retraction to make. Uh, I said a few weeks ago that the announcement that Ryan Johnson was going to make a new Star Wars trilogy meant that Disney was squashing the idea of doing more standalone films. That appears to not be the case. Uh, according to MovieWeb.com, it looks like they're moving forward with the Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. And it may start filming in January of 2019. And they're also still in the very beginning stages of a Boba Fett oh, spinoff. No. <laughs> as well as well as a Yoda spinoff. No. So yeah. The Yoda spinoff, I mean the Boba Fett spinoff I can do without because What's left in to my tell? It's, in my it's opinion, obviously we know- it's gonna be young Yoda when he was only seven hundred years old. <laughs> in my opinion, the Bo- Boba Fett, we already know too much about him because of the prequels. You know, I liked him better when he was just a mysterious character in the background of Empire and, and Jedi, and that was it. And then, and then they had to expand upon where he came from in the in the prequels. And now they're going to give him his own movie. I can do without that, but at the same time, I will go watch it. They'll get my money either way. A Yoda spinoff? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, it'd have to be. They'd have to do something just bonkers to, to, to keep my attention on Yoda for, for two, two and a half hours because I mean, I, I like the character. He's a, he's, he's a, he's a famous character, but that voice gets on my nerves after. I mean, it's like listening to Grover, <laughs> listening to Grover for a couple hours can get, can get on your nerves. You know? What if he doesn't talk like that? And like, what, what? like, what if it's, what if it's like, a, what if it's like young Yoda and he doesn't talk like that? And it's like a Hodor situation. Like all of a sudden something happens he, take, he gets kicked in the throat. <laughs> you know, maybe try, <laughs> maybe try, to, try to do a Met Jedi mind trick on the wrong guy and get some feedback. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just pitching. Well, I think they would they would totally be um, um, kicking Lucas in the pants because he basically said, we'll never get a Yoda backstory. We're not, you'll never know where that race came from. You know, there's there's... There's mystery there, and we want to, and I want to keep it that way. Well, if Disney goes ahead and says, "No, we're going to make that movie," <laughs> forget do, what Lucas said. Do you really think that Lucas has any no, say in what happens not at all. anymore? Yeah, that's why they almost, you know, in uh, in the Force Awakens, uh, I forget which planet was destroyed by the uh, by the new Death Star, but in the original script, it was supposed to be Coruscant, and they decided, nah, that'd be a little too much of an F you to, to Lucas <laughs> if we destroyed Coruscant, which was, you know, a, a big deal in the prequels. I, you know, my only problem with that is is that, you know, Yoda, as a as a supporting character, uh, you know, worked as a puppet, as a supporting character, kind of worked as a CG uh, oh. construct. But as the main character, as either of those, I, I, you know, maybe it's going to be far enough down the line that the technology will be enough that it's not so noticeable. But I just, I just can't see the main character of a film being, you know, a completely CG 
const- uh, you know, creation. And, you know, unless they're going to find some dude who stands two and a half feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with the, with, yeah, with green makeup and big ears and stuff. Uh, if they, if, are they going to make a movie out of every character? I mean, are we going to get a Jar Jar movie eventually? <laughs> Will the fans finally revolt when that happens? <laughs> if by eventually but, you mean the end times, yes. Because <laughs> I'm kind of torn on it. I, I love Star Wars, and part of me says, give me all the Star Wars. But at the same time... The idea that this new trilogy was going to head off to another part of the galaxy and have all new characters and the the Skywalker saga was going to be over was intriguing to me. You know, I wanted to see that and I want new stories. I'd like to see spinoff movies based on that world. But, you know, there's also the nostalgia part of me that wants them to come back and revisit this universe again um, from time to time. And maybe the the uh, live action TV series that they announced, you know, will will kind of satisfy some of that. But but I don't know, you know, 2019, a year a year from now, uh, they're supposedly going to start on the Obi Wan movie. I don't know where that would be set or what time period it would be set because if it's set after he goes to uh, Tatooine, that's going to be kind of a boring movie. He's just sitting around in a in a hole in the dirt <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> he, he went from being 35 to being 70 in the course of 21 years, so maybe right. something interesting did happen. Something happened, yeah. He's, he, he's, fighting, he's fighting sand people all the time. But is, is, is the problem that they're making these movies, or is the problem that we know about them three years in advance? Because if Yeah, because this Boba Fett movie they've been talking about yeah, since, like if there was no, uh, since Star Wars came back. If there was yeah. no hype about it, and you know we just saw a trailer coming this summer the the you know boba fett whatever like you know in in a month or two months the way it used to be <laughs> i mean wouldn't that wouldn't you be like oh cool I mean, no. the, yeah but i mean you got not boba fett anyway. well okay maybe not boba fett but you got, <laughs> but it's like in general like is is all of this and i suppose you know we're we're contributing to the problem but aside from that isn't all of this like preview speculation just kind of not worth it because as you said rick quite wisely i would point out there you don't we don't know anything and it could suck or it might not suck but we won't know until the movie comes out yeah yeah and they're kind of there's they're setting us up to get uh a star wars movie every single year for the foreseeable future do we need a Star Wars movie every year? I know we want one, <laughs> but some sometimes we want things that we don't really need. Well, you know, uh, Dis- Disney employs a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, 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 and they all got to get paid. But, so yeah, but you know, like we get like Marvel. You know, we've got. I think in 2018 we've got like three or maybe four Marvel related properties coming out in theaters. Plus, plus the stuff that comes on Netflix and all that. You know, so. But but Marvel hasn't oversaturated themselves yet. People still pour in to see those movies. People are going to go see Star Wars. If Star Wars comes out, there's going to be butts in the seats, you know. But maybe if it gets to the point where some of the stuff that's coming out is not of the quality that we expect, maybe some of that will slow down. I don't know. I mean, if if it turns out that they're good movies, yeah, and you know. 
we don't know. I, I say I don't want to see a Boba Fett movie because I really don't like the character of Boba Fett and they milked it to death and, and you know, but if if it comes out and, and people I trust are like, wow, that was really good, I'll go see it. Um, Obi-Wan, again, I don't know, you know, do we need to see B- when he was a Padawan? Or do we care? You know, where could they put a Bo- uh, an Obi-Wan movie? You know, uh, who knows? They may see, hey, this happened to Obi-Wan, and you really need to see it. I, You know, right now, I couldn't give two Bantha flops about the Han Solo movie. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I don't... Star Wars doesn't have a great track record with making characters more interesting by telling us more about their past. And, right. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that was also in the hands of George Lucas. So if if the Han Solo movie is good that will make me a little more optimistic about other standalones. But I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying to keep an open mind. I'm, I'm less pessimistic than a Tarantino Star Trek. But <laughs> <laughs> And, yeah, and just the last thing I want to say about the Tarantino Star Trek, um, it kind of reminds me of when I heard that they were talking about Martin Scorsese directing a Batman movie. <laughs> That's, yeah, that would uh, be no. sweet. <laughs> I'm not that sure. Would be NC-17. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Blood <Okay>. everywhere. <laughs> After these messages, Hey, we're the Millennial Falcon Podcast, a pop culture podcast by three geeky millennials. We're hosted by Anya Crittenton, Pai Chen Bui, and Willoughby Dobbs. The three of us met in college, bonding over Game of Thrones and Disney. While we've moved past Game of Thrones, we now bond once a week in a podcast that covers everything from superheroes to musicals to summer reading to Pokemon Go. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Falcon Podcast and listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Come for the hot takes. Stay for the snark and puns and the friendship that lasts forever hey everybody i'm troy and i'm aj and we're the hosts of the world war g podcast and we know sean and john do great things but if you need just that little bit more nerd in your life a little bit more geek in your week then head on over to worldwarg.podbean.com where we talk about everything from movies and television comic books and video games check us out at worldwarg.podbean.com Back to you, Sean.
let's uh, let's move into our main topic. So what we're going to do is I'm going to pull up the Wikipedia page that is titled 2018 in film, and I'm going to start in January, and I'm just going to kind of go down the list. I'm not going to name off every single movie. I'm just going to name off mainly the ones that I've actually heard of. <laughs> and if you guys uh, want to chime in as as we go along, if you want to chime in on some of these movies, feel free. Um, the first one that probably is out by the time this episode comes out is Insidious, The Last Key. Have either one of you guys ever seen any of the Insidious movies? No. No. Oh. It's a horror franchise, and uh, the first, the I think this will be the third one. The first one was good. It might even be the fourth. The first one, the first one. Uh, I think you're right. I think this is the fourth. Um, the first two were good because they actually went together. They had the same, the same uh, characters and everything. The third one kind of just used one of the characters from the first two and branched off and did a story about her. And I think this one goes along with that. So I I wasn't all that excited about the about the third one. So I'm not sure. I, this is probably one that I'll uh, I'll wait until it's on HBO or something like that. But um, have have either of you seen the previews for Proud Mary? Nope. Yes. With ter- ter- I, if I pronounce her name Taraji. right, Taraji uh-huh. Taraji P Henson. Yes. And uh, Danny Glover. This is like a. I don't know how to explain it. It's like a spy movie because she's a spy and her name is Mary. And uh, in the preview, they just show her uh, going into her closet and getting all of her guns out and strapping them to herself and all this kind of stuff. And she's got on this leather jacket and the boots and all that kind of stuff. And and but that's that's all they show is just she's getting ready to kick butt. <laughs> <You know>? So uh, <laughs> the poster looks like it's a throwback to seventies. Yeah, it kind of it kind of reminded me of um, like Jackie Brown. Jackie kinda. Brown, yeah, yeah. Let me go down and see if I. Well, okay, there's another Maze Runner movie. I've never seen any of the Maze Runner movies, so I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to comment on I, that. I have seen them. They were movies. They were movies. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we can say. Yeah, for like the first one was okay. The second one was astoundingly boring to be an action film where action happens all the time. I don't, I don't even, I don't know how they did it, <laughs> but it was boring. Even in the midst of action sequences and set explosions and fight scenes and shootouts and chases, uh, it was not interesting. Oh, you know what? I think it was because I didn't care about anybody in there. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Well, this was a this was another uh, young adult novel made into a movie, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Which isn't and, necessarily and that's, the kiss of death, but it's it is definitely. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, not I a mean, good that's side. something that has that has uh, if if it's the right book and they get the right director, the right. I mean, everything has to line up just right. It can be great, you know. That's where the Harry Potter franchise came from. That's where the Hunger Games franchise came from. But they try to. That's two. <laughs> yeah, they they try to do this, Twilight. and uh, it's like all of them go through the same. I'm formula. not saying it's I like, like Twilight, but it was very successful. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 But I mean, <clears throat> dystopian future. You know, 
And that, it's like all of them follow that formula. And it's a dystopian future, and there's a girl, and she's got to save the save the world from itself, kind of thing. And uh, after you've seen that so many times, you know, at, at some point, yeah, yeah, I've seen that. I, I got it. <laughs> you know, um, February second, there's a movie coming out called God Particle, and it is it is the new uh, the new installment in the uh, Cloverfield series oh. which so, means it has nothing to do with the other movies because the other yeah. movies have nothing to do with each other yeah um, hey, have you guys did you guys ever watch uh 10 cloverfield lane i did no actually i, I saw that one and i've i've never seen cloverfield i love i did see 10, 10 cloverfield, cloverfield lane. lane i thought that movie was fantastic um it was great I, I liked it i liked it better than cloverfield cloverfield i wasn't all that crazy about i mean it has it had some some stuff that i liked but for the most part, you know, it was, it was another found footage movie and with a monster that I barely got to see <laughs> because they moved that camera around so much. Well, the monster wasn't the point. The monster was yeah. just the, the setting. So I, I liked Cloverfield. I, I'll grant you that it was it, it brought me right up to the I'm turning this off because it's <laughs> boring me. And then right as I was reaching for the remote, the Statue of Liberty's head rolled down the street and stuff started happening. Um <laughs> But I, I liked Cloverfield. Um, I, Ten Cloverfield Lane just sounded like you should absolutely like a, see Ten Cloverfield Lane. I think I think it, you would very much enjoy it. John Goodman. John Goodman is. Um, I really like John Goodman. He, he, I guess I, he'll be on my uh, when we do our hidden gems episode. He'll be on there because John Goodman is a really good actor. But uh, but he gets he doesn't get to do his thing a whole lot mainly because of the way he looks he's not a leading man you know so so the the parts that he gets are usually smaller but in this movie i mean he's he's in the whole thing there's only three people in this movie and uh and he's one of them and he did a fantastic job uh, i mean everybody i mary elizabeth winstead i think was the was the girl and i can't remember who the other guy was he was he was in it too but um but yeah Ten Cloverfield Lane, I thought was a fantastic movie, and it's not—I mean, it's related to Cloverfield, but it just—it takes place in the same universe. You know, is is completely separated from the from the other movie. Um, actually, I think it was written to be something completely different, and J.J. Abrams said, "You know what? I can tie this into Cloverfield," <laughs> and he did. So, <laughs> now I will say this about the God Particle: looking at the cast list, it's got Elizabeth Debicki in it. Um, did either of you guys watch The Night Manager? No, I didn't. Okay, heard nothing but um, great things though. It is amazing, and I can't tell you why. Uh, because there's no aliens. There's no spaceships. <laughs> it's not at all the kind of thing that I generally watch. Um, I, the, the reason I, I, I had mentioned that I have sort of a, a man crush on Tom Hiddleston uh, on Facebook. And one of my Facebook friends, a fan of the, the Starbase, suggested I watch it. Because it's, it's uh, Tom Hiddleston and Hugh Laurie. Are, and, oh my goodness, what an amazing miniseries and it's only six episodes it's six one-hour episodes um and it's just amazing but uh elizabeth debicki's in it and she is stunning <laughs> and a really good actor too but she's just uh, and i um if she's in this i'll i will consider it 
Yeah, I, I guess I should mention what the movie is about because I started talking about it and then I started talking about Ten Cloverfield Lane instead. <laughs> but but it's uh, it, it basically takes place in the same universe as Cloverfield, but it's like on a space station or on a spaceship or something like that. So it's, it's kind of space station. Yeah, so maybe this is supposed to be the first defense against whatever's coming to Earth, or or maybe they're the first ones that encounter it or something like that. So uh, they tend to take place in the in the same uh, uh, time period, like on the same day. You know, the, the invasion is happening at the time of all these stories. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Uh, what else is coming out in February? Fifty Shades Freed. I know you guys are looking forward to that. Why do oh, they keep making? Wait. Why do they keep making these movies? Because I mean, people keep paying to see them. They can't be. I haven't seen any of them, but they. I saw the preview for this one the other day, and it looks terrible. And if they're only going to see it because of the sex, dude. I mean, the internet is free. Um, <laughs> you don't Sean? have to pay sixty bucks. Yeah, Sean. Yep. Y- you're not the demo of the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the The whole thing with these Fifty Shades of Grey movies is that the, the, the lady that, that wrote this, you know, she was originally writing fan fiction of Twilight. Yeah. And then she got so many uh, followers that she decided to just change the names and make her main character not a vampire anymore and publish it on her own. So you're basically watching uh, Twilight fan fiction. (laughs) And she's laughing all the way to the bank. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. So in February, we get the next uh, installment from Marvel Studios. We get Black Panther. Woo-hoo! Do either one of you guys have that on your list? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the top of the list. It's pretty much, yeah. It is, it is, (laughs) it is, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it is the film that I am most excited to see next year. It looks great. Yeah, and it, I mean, it looks... I mean, it's a Marvel Studios movie, but it looks so completely different from a lot of the stuff that we've gotten from Marvel before. Because sometimes, I mean, I like the Marvel movies, but sometimes, you know, we're just we're going back and revisiting the same characters over and over and over. I like it when we get these... Uh, when we get these movies that are just something completely different, here's some new characters, here's a new setting, and all that, and that's that's what this looks like. Yeah, I, I love every actor in this film. The thing about this that gets me is the only thing I know about Black Panther is what we've seen in the Avengers movies, and yet I am totally psyched about this Black Panther movie. The trailers look incredible, and um, uh, they they have succeeded in catching my interest with a character I know nothing about. They established him so in a movie where so much was going on in Civil War, and to bring in an entirely new character and basically set up his backstory, his arc, um, and all of that on while everything else was happening, they 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 nailed it. The, the movie hit it out of the park, and and Black pa- the Black Panther is one of the reasons why. Oh, and Lupita Nyong'o is in it. Yeah. It'd be nice to see her <laughs> instead of just hear her. Andy Serkis is in it. You'll be seeing him too. Oh, oh, that's right. He's the he's the the South African dude. Yeah, that we've seen in the trailers. I thought he looked familiar. I couldn't place him. Yeah. Well, yeah, he was no in, he was in um, the <laughs> Avengers. Yeah, Age of Ultron. Yeah, he was in that. So, so uh, Rick, yeah. there's a Peter Rabbit film. Yeah, and I see and that. Daisy Ridley is in it. So. And so is Elizabeth Debicki. <laughs> but are they in it, or is it just their voices? I don't know. Is that enough to make you go? 
Well, I'm, I've got a six-year-old. I'll be going to see. <laughs> yeah. As you will, too. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I might. I'm like, that's, that's, I, I like to- that's why I have Amazon, so I don't have to go. <laughs> I still, there, there, there are a lot of films, like, there's actually stuff that I would have gone to see this year that I just didn't. Like, I, I will probably go see Coco at some point. Um with them, I I would have seen My Little Pony movie. I think it was just it just didn't happen. Be, be glad. <laughs> oh, it wasn't good. Did you see it? It's not bad. It's just it didn't have to be a movie. It was just a a, a longer My Little Pony episode. Yeah, that you get the privilege of paying fifty bucks to see. <laughs> <laughs> All the new accessories. But Sharon enjoyed it. So Let's see. I feel like there's yeah, another. Coco, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if she's gonna. If she would sit still for it, so I, I, I may get a pass on that one. I I think it's gonna be good. I mean, I, I've. It's. It was. I mean. It's Pixar, so I'm. Yeah. I'm already gonna give it. You know, I'm. I'm expecting, if not greatness, goodness. Okay. No, Daisy Ridley and Elizabeth Debicki are voicing rabbits. They're not on screen. <laughs> Uh, early man is another well we've got peter rabbit and early man are both kids films uh, yeah which you know what i'm switching off wikipedia i'm going to a site i'm going to imdb where i can look at the pictures (laughs) (laughs) because early man like it i don't know what i don't know what that is it doesn't tell me enough i need to look at the picture it's it's cavemen okay well i guess that makes sense. oh yeah that's that anime i saw a preview for that a couple weeks ago it's a it's an animated film, and it's done by the guys that did, like, Wallace and Gromit and all that. Oh, right, cast. right, 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 yeah. Eddie Redmayne, Tom Hiddleston, Maisie Williams. I don't know who Timothy Spall is, but... Uh. Yeah, it looks funny, but, you know, if if you got small kids, I'm my kids are way too old to... Well, Nick Park um, is is one of those good animated directors, animation directors, who who can entertain adults as well. Um, like you said, he's the Wallace and Gromit guy. Um, mm-hmm. Chicken Run and uh, I, Chicken Run was funny. I can't remember the yeah. name <laughs> of the film, but it's it's like a uh, this like snooty rat goes into the sewers. As uh, I can't remember the name of it. Oh yeah, I know what you uh, yeah because yeah. I took my kids to see that and it was it's kind of a play off of the country rat city rat kind of yeah kind of storyline. Yeah. Um, We've also got this movie called Nostalgia that's coming out. That's got I don't know much about it other than who's in it. It's got uh, John Hamm, Nick Offerman, Patton Oswalt, Kathleen Keener, and all it says is that the the film follows the lives of people connected through loss and analyzes the way people find love and solace in memories and objects they share with one another. That sounds terrible, but. <laughs> <laughs> But it's got a lot of people in it that I really well, like. You know I like what? Nick Offerman. I like Patton Oswalt. You know, so if I don't know, I went <laughs> to see as good as it gets in the theater, and I I, I knew it had great reviews, and I took um, uh, a girl who was who was my best friend at the time, and she's like, "What's it about?" And I was like, "Well, I, you know, it's kind of hard to explain." And she looked up the review or the or the, or the synopsis, and it was like these various characters lives are connected by an adorable dog 
<laughs> Which the dog the dog what? didn't have. A- no, I know it was yeah. the worst synopsis ever. Like I don't I don't know who wrote it or why, but she was not excited to see it. Um, the moral of the story is sometimes a random vague synopsis is random and vague and not yeah. accurate. Um, Anni- Annihilation is based on the novel of the same name, and it's got it's a science fiction fantasy, a science fantasy action horror film. It's got Natalie Portman, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, and Oscar Isaac in it. So it's got Natalie Portman, Jennifer Jason Lee, Gina Rodriguez, Tessa Thompson, Tuva Novotny, and Oscar Isaac. Wow, that's a hell of a cast. It is. Yeah. That's that. It sounds yeah. like it's trying to cram every genre possible into one film. <laughs> when I when I when I worked at the video store, when I worked at the video store, <laughs> selling the cassette tape movies, um, before DVD, before DVD. Well, there were DVDs, but most of it was was tape. Um, that was like that was kind of my my uh, my rule of thumb. If it was. If the cast, if it, if, if it was a great cast, but I'd never heard of it, it was a great movie. Now, I don't know if that applies before the movie comes out, because <laughs> there's no reason why I, would have, why I would have heard of it. But uh, uh, the, the, uh, the Wikipedia plot synopsis doesn't is worthless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does yeah, a lot of these. Right yeah, there's strangers? not. <laughs> uh, the next one that jumps out to me is Death Wish. Uh, I'm sure you guys have seen uh, Death Wish with Charles Bronson back in the what was it the 70s that that movie came yeah. out? I'm sh- yeah. sure I saw it. Yeah, <laughs> and and the and the 20 sequels that came after were <laughs> yeah, they, they all kind of blend together in my yeah. in my memory as being on Sunday afternoons. But yeah, this one this one looks like a. a I mean, it's a modern-day retelling of the same story, but at the same time, Death Wish has kind of been retold many, many times. I mean, we we saw Taken ten years ago. Right. <laughs> it was basically Death Wish. <laughs> now, you it's know. got Vincent D'Onofrio in it, which is good, but it's got Bruce Willis in it, which is still... <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, here's my thing. Um, I assume he's, he, is, he is playing the lead. Bruce Willis, yeah, is Mr. Deathwish, yeah. right? Um, that seems like a waste to me. And I, I, I like Bruce Willis, but if you're going to do a remake, I feel like why wouldn't you get a younger guy? And it, well, it, wasn't that the whole point of the thing? Was he was an old, a yeah, he was. Cop? Well, he, could he was an older old. guy. He, he I'm had, sorry, he Bruce had Willis a grown daughter. Old. Let me lead with that. <laughs> well, he's. He's not older than Charles Bronson was when when Death Wish came out, is he? Let me see. I feel like he probably is. De- I mean, Charles, Charles Bronson. I want to say he was in his fifties. Uh, yeah, when I think that movie Bronson was probably in his fifties. Uh, Bruce Willis might be pushing sixty at this point. Yeah, but he's bald, so. <laughs> Nineteen. <talking> <laughs> <Willis. laughs> that takes a little bit of age off of you usually because you don't he's have the gray 62. hair. Uh, yeah. Okay, so Death Wish came out in 1974. Charles Bronson was in 81 when he died in 2003. Okay, you're getting into algebra there, dude. <laughs> so he, yeah, so he was about he was about 51, 52. Yeah, so when when he that, when yeah, he played in the first Death Wish. 
So I suppose... Yeah, he was in like five of them. I suppose so. you could make the argument that, you know, 60 is the new 50, but... Well, yeah, that's kind of what Liam Neeson... I mean, Liam Neeson is making his career off these kinds of movies. He's got another one coming out, I think, that uh, is coming out in 2018, where he's playing yeah. the old dude that's kicking butt, you know? The commuter. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, that's the name of it. Uh, what the hell's with all these caveman movies? <laughs> <laughs> That's the new thing, man. Uh, Gnome Alone. Why are they making so many movies about garden gnomes? I saw the trailer the other day. For I don't know if you remember a few years ago, they had that movie called Gnomeo and Juliet. Sure. <laughs> well, now they've got a new one that's a sequel to that called Sherlock Gnomes. Yeah. You know, I don't. So. I don't. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna correct you. I don't think it's. It's not like they're making a whole lot of gnome movies. I think it's just one production company that's making. <laughs> Well, see, this, this like is a different it's not like company. gnomes are the hot new thing. It's just this one company is no, no. That, that's what I'm saying. Franchise. They've got that. They've got that Sherlock gnomes coming out by one company. This gnome alone is a whole other company coming out with another movie about garden gnomes. You know, so it's like when they came out with Dante's Peak and Volcano in the same summer. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in uh, next week, folks, when we might actually get to February. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, we're through February. We're in March now. Uh, in March now? A Wrinkle in Time. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought we were still in January. <laughs> um, a Wrinkle in Time uh, is a book that I read when I was a kid, and now they made a movie out of it, and it's got Oprah Winfrey in it. So, and it's got a lot of other people in it. The trailer, I saw the trailer the other day. It looked pretty cool, yeah. but it looked really, really weird. But the book is the book is kind of weird, too, you know, so... There was there was a uh, I want to say a TV like a Disney TV version late mid eighties I think. Um, also Disney actually. Um, it was I'm gonna say ambitious but not good. <laughs> but but I I really like the director um, Ava DuVernay, and I am. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it'll. I, I'm looking forward to it, even though I'm, even though I didn't really like the book that much. Yeah, the book is weird, and I mean, it's it's kind of weird that they could even make a movie of that book because it's just it's so strange, uh, kind of timey wimey kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I just OG'd because uh, looking at this movie Thoroughbreds, Anton Yelchin's in it. I wonder if this was one of his last. Well, oh. obviously it was one of his last. I wonder if it was his last movie before. Is it? Is yeah? Is this, I think it would. It would have to. It's a live action thing, or was he a voice? Uh, no, it's live action. It's a. It's a, a drama. American drama thriller. Um, I comedy don't, drama horror thriller is what they're. <laughs> <doing>. <laughs> it says Anton Yelchin in one of his final roles, so I don't know if it was the uh, last one or not. But uh, filming, yeah, it said. Uh, they concluded filming on June fifth, two thousand sixteen, which was that was not very long because that's about the same time that Star Trek Beyond came out. Didn't didn't it come out? That may have been post Star Trek Beyond. Yeah, Star yeah. Trek Beyond definitely came out after he died. Yeah, I'm saying did did it? I did it come? Didn't it come out in May of two thousand sixteen? Because um, if that's true, then they they finished filming this movie after he had already died. Tomb Raider. I saw the trailer for Tomb Raider not too long ago, and it doesn't look bad. It looks like uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, She's doing it, Tomb it looks Raider exactly stuff. what it, it looks exactly like it should like it should look. Uh, she looks more like um, 
Laura Croft than uh, Angelina Jolie did. <laughs> she she looks like they uh, like whoever they um, modeled the character over after for the games. I mean, I thought Angelina Jolie looked fine as Laura. I mean, those, those those movies were fine for what I mean. What was it late late nineties yeah. action? And they and they put a little more they put a little more sci fi in those movies than I remember the game having. I mean, I know the game had um, some, but it was yeah the the games. They they ran the gamut because there there was a bunch of them. So some of them were more um, sci-fi. Some of them were more ancient demons. Some of them were more, uh, you know, just other bad spies. So they 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 uh, had a lot of variety. Here's one that I'm sure you guys have on your list: uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I love the first one. Um, I did too. I'm I'm surprised that it's taken this long to to make a sequel because how how long has it well, been? It's been several years. It's been several. Well, the the thing the problem was, <clears throat> pardon me, uh, Benicio or not Benicio, Guillermo. Oh, I can't I can't say his name. Guillermo del Toro uh, directed the first Pacific Rim, and then he wanted to do a sequel, but the first movie didn't do as well at the box office as the studios would like. And so it was, are they going to do it? Aren't they going to do it? Are they going to do it? Aren't they going to do it? Yes, we are. No. And then it was no for a very long time. And then all of a sudden, yes, we're doing it. But Del Toro's not involved. God. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You know, as long as they give me a lot of giant robots fighting giant monsters, I'm I'm in. It's got John Boyega in it uh, as the son of Idris Elba's character from the first movie. Um, So, you know, it... I just the only thing I hope they don't do is I hope they don't go well the first movie didn't have a whole lot of character development we need more of that no you don't that's why the first <laughs> movie worked right. we don't care about the people they were completely forgettable we just want to watch the robots fight the monsters right yeah yeah that's what was great about it so yeah get, do more of that <laughs> yeah <laughs> here's a, here's another one I saw a, a trailer for today Ready Player One is coming out. In May Have of, either of, you of, read the, the book? of this yes. year. Oh yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I love the book. Um, the, the trailer is a hot mess, but I, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's I'm, a lot going I'm on. I'm hoping that they're trying to do a trailer that doesn't reveal things, and so it, it just looks disjointed, and I'm fine with that. And they're trying to show you as much. They're trying to show you all these uh, properties. Hey, look at all the properties we've got. You know, here's yeah. the here's the DeLorean from Back to the Future. Here's the Iron Giant. Here's King Kong. You know, and they're just throwing all this at you. Pretty much so, like the book. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, the book at least it, explained it. Explained who everybody, what everybody. <laughs> well, yeah, was that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want the, I don't, I don't want them. I would rather, as you know, as is the nature of the whole concept, really, of the game. I would rather spot for myself. You know the fifty Easter eggs that you hid in this scene, than yeah. than have yeah. them like focus on them. Now I'm I'm currently listening to the audiobook just because I I've, I've been wanting to and I finally got a got around to getting it off of Audible. Um, the, is that the that's Will Wheaton, right? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't help noticing that the kid playing Wade in the movie sounds an awful lot like Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can, yeah, I can see that. Um I don't know. Yeah. Now I've seen that kid in other stuff before. I can't rem 
guy. Who who is he now? Uh, Ty Sheridan. He has been in. Simon Pegg was in it. Let's see. Tree of Life. Joe. Oh, X Men Apocalypse. Okay, he was. Oh, he played Cyclops in X Men Apocalypse. Okay, that's where I know him from. You have a very good memory. No, Wikipedia. Because Wikipedia. Did. No, I'm saying I didn't even remember that Cyclops was in that movie. <laughs> I, I was I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, okay, moving on down because uh, we're 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 running tight on time. I, th- are there any that you guys that we haven't got to that you guys wanted to bring up? Not yet. Um, yeah, I, I mean they're not in chronological. Like I'm just go ahead. You know, yeah, whatever. Um, obviously. Um, Avengers, pretty much all of the Marvel stuff. Um, yeah. Avengers and um, Ant Man, uh, Black Panther, obviously. Dark Phoenix might be interesting. Yeah, it might be. Depends on how they handle <laughs> right. it. Right. Yeah. I'll have to see it either way because that's my my wife's all time favorite X Men story. I'm just gonna I'm gonna take a second to read the uh, the summary for Deadpool uh, that. After surviving a near-fatal kneeboarding accident, a, dis- a disfigured <laughs> guidance counselor, Wade Wilson, struggles to fulfill his dream of becoming Poughkeepsie's most celebrated French bulldog breeder, while <laughs> while also learning to cope with an open relationship. Searching to regain his passion for life as well as a new stuffed unicorn, Wade must battle ninjas, tight-assed middlemen, and babysit a group of stereotypical side characters as he journeys around the world to discover the importance of family, friendship, and creative outlets for his very open-minded sex life. <laughs> he, man- <laughs> he manages to find a new lust for being a do-gooder, a sparkly Hello Kitty backpack, and all the while earning the coveted coffee mug title for world's best fourth wall-breaking superhero. <laughs> and I don't know if that's accurate or not. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I don't care what the plot line's going to be. I'll be there. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one that I'm, I'm definitely going to be yeah. be there for. Um, why? Okay, John, we talked about this when you were at my house. Why did they make this movie and call it Rampage? Because it does not. That's well, not a game that you can really make a movie out of. They, they, <laughs> they did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They would never tell. I mean, tell them that they can't because they did. That's not one of those games that when they say, hey, we made a movie of Rampage, and I'm going to be like, what? Really? I've got to see <laughs> well, that. You know, there's it's no not... plot at all in the game. Yeah, you're just, you're, I mean, you're a, a gorilla or a wolf or a lizard, and you're smashing up a city. Yes. And you're grabbing people and eating them, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, and that that's it. And whichever monster smashes the most buildings and gets the most points wins. So... To take that and turn it into a Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> joint <laughs> with uh, with Jeffrey Dean Morgan, you know that. You know, I. I mean, it looks interesting, but it doesn't look like Rampage. <laughs> true, but you know, the flip side of that is all you really need from the game are a giant gorilla and a giant lizard and a giant wolf man. And then you can make whatever plot you want because there's no plot, or the no plot plot built in. So a movie with those three things in it could be an entertaining movie. It is like it is. I don't expect it to be, but it could be. Can, can I rem- can I remind you all that we live post a world where 
Battleship was made into a movie. I was going to mention Battleship. <laughs> Did anyone hear it's like, it's like if they came out with a trailer and they said, The Summer, Checkers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're gonna make a movie based on every game, <laughs> every game and toy from uh, from our childhood. You know, but uh, but who would have thought that the Pirates of the Caribbean would have been a good movie? Yeah. Well, that at least made sense. You know, it's a pi- you know pirate movie. We haven't had a pirate movie in fifty years. Why not? And uh, yeah. well. <laughs> Right. Well, that's when Disney started making it after after pirates took off. Then Disney started making a movie out of all their rides. <laughs> you know, well, we had the haunted I think mansion. That ended yeah, pretty quickly with the haunted mansion. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All uh, right. I paid money to see that one. Oh, that's too bad. We yeah. might need we might need to wrap this up. We're going a little long. Uh, Incredible. Are there two. any that you guys want to throw? Want to throw? Two. Yeah. Record Ralph two. Aquaman. Hellboy. Hell- Infinity War. Hellboy. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it a part three or is it a reboot? No, it's a, it's, it's a, a it's whole a, new thing. Uh, yeah. A reboot. Um, We've already talked about Solo, a Star Wars story, a little bit. So, I I you know I know it's not really our our usual fare, and I don't I won't talk about it too much. But uh, Lady Gaga is doing a new version of A Star Is Born, and I'm actually kind of oh really kind of intrigued. Because I just love Gaga. Right. So. <laughs> well, I'll leave you to it. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're getting a new Teen Titans, uh, a Teen Titans Go movie yes. in uh, <laughs> in July. Oh, have you seen the trailer Jurassic for World the, Fallen um, Kingdom? Um, the Spider Man animated film coming out at the no, end, I heard about end it, of but next I year. It's like it. Spider Verse, showing the various Spider Man. Oh yeah, I'm I am happy to see <clears throat> an adult. I assume, um, animated superhero film again. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm, I hope that that uh, doesn't suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Speaking of hoping it doesn't suck, in September there's a new Robin Hood movie coming out, Ooh. and looking at this cast, uh, Taron Egerton, who I don't know, Jamie Fox. Oh God! Okay, He's, he could. Uh, Eve Hewis could go either way. Jamie, yeah, <laughs> Jamie Dornan, Ben Mendelsohn, Tim Minchin, and Paul. I, I don't know uh, who these people are. I just Tim Minchin is a brilliant comedian. Uh, oh, don't know if he can act. <laughs> Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton is the uh, is the young guy from the the Kingsman movies, the Kingsman Secret Service movies. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. He's all right. Yeah, I don't know. We'll Jamie Fox. Uh, Jamie Fox is playing Little John. Interesting Maybe. choice. Maybe we'll okay. see. We'll see. <laughs> um, Venom. Haven't heard anything about it. Didn't know they were doing it. Uh, oh, I knew they were doing it. Yeah, it's and it's going to be tied in. It's going to be as. I don't know if you can really call it a spinoff of Spider-Man: Homecoming, but it takes place in the same universes. Is, is it a Marvel so. film? I mean, it's a Sony film, but it's like Homecoming was. You right. know, it's a Sony film, but, but it's in the Marvel universe. All right, then it's a Marvel film. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah, technically. Uh, we got the second Fantastic Beasts movie, which be another 15 hours of uh, <laughs> CG. <laughs> yeah, that... I- Mary Poppins Returns. And then they still are saying Bohemian Rhapsody's coming out. In, in Why would you doubt that? Yeah. I'll believe it when we see it. Why? 
since the well, uh, uh, Brian Singer was directing it. Oh, he's, he's fired. fired yeah. <laughs> hey, as Barbara Streisand would say, two. the show must go on. That's one that I'm yeah. looking forward to. Creed two. Um, I really like the first one. The, the, I thought that that was that was an excellent uh, way to continue the Rocky series without flat out making another Rocky movie. That, that's exactly where where his character should have gone is is training a new boxer. That's coming out next and year. It's, uh, it's coming out in November. Yeah. Oh, Batman Ninja. Oh, and oh, and Bumblebee. Bumblebee the movie. Bumblebee. Oh right. The the yes. next the next Transformers film will be a Bumblebee standalone movie. I want to so, slap that whole franchise in his big face. to that character. Starring John Cena. John Cena will be the human. I don't care. So, Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hotel, <laughs> Hotel Transylvania 3. The first two were um, kind of stupid, but they were fun. Well, they're 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 animated Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, so you know, yeah, so. basically kind of stupid but fun by definition. Yeah. All right, I think that's a good place to to wrap things up. Hey, so, wait, White Boy Rick, he did a movie about me. I wasn't What's that? anything. <laughs> <laughs> I scrolled past it. <laughs> what's it called? What's it? White, Boy, called Rick. White Boy Rick. What's, oh. what's the what's the synopsis here? Uh, American crime drama. All it says is who's in it. Doesn't say what it's about. All right. Oh wait, I saw that. Hang on. Why are they make Why are they making another version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas? That's because <laughs> with Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> with Cumberbatch. That actually is probably a fantastic choice for the Grinch. I'm assuming he's the Grinch. And here's a a movie about. My wife is scooting a table behind me, and it sounds like I'm breaking wind. Can you stop, please? <laughs> Blame it on the wife. Okay. Right, white, white uh, Holmes, and, Holmes and Watson, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are playing Sherlock Holmes and John Watson. No. The story okay. the story of teenager Richard Worsha Jr., who became an undercover informant for the FBI during the 1980s and was ultimately arrested for drug trafficking and sentenced to life in prison. That is White Boy Rick. That is not. <laughs> I was about to say that's not what the Grinch is about. <laughs> that's, the, that's the Grinch's backstory. That's why he hates people. All right, that's gonna pretty much do it for this week. Uh, Rick, thank you so much for being here. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. John, pleasure as always. Yeah, man. Everybody, thanks for listening. And just to let you know, uh, you can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict on the Android Store, and SoundCloud. Uh, wherever you find us, make sure that you take a second, leave us a five-star rating so that we can help more people find the show. And something else that I'm going to be asking for in the new year, I have a resolution to really put a larger effort into promotion and uh, increasing our listenership. And and you can help. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and every week when I post a, a link to the newest episode, you can share that link or retweet it. That'll go a long way toward helping us grow because uh, you can tell two friends and they tell two friends, and so on, and so on. Do it! Do it now! spread like a disease! Yay! <laughs> and remember that you can uh, write us on Facebook and Twitter as well, or you can email us at mail at cosmicpotato.com, or text us, or send us a voicemail at area code 205-642-8380. 
And thanks again for joining us this week. Be sure to join us next week here on Cosmic Potato, the Super Fan Talk Podcast, when you might hear John say... So, in true um, holiday film and TV fashion, um, I'm splicing in old bits with new bits so that I don't have to work as hard. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I asked Sean and Rick which might hear John says they liked the best. And... uh, you might hear Rick say, you might hear John say. Yeah, and then he was all, how can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? And I was like, because this is America, bitch. America. <laughs> that was that was Sean's. I think that was mine. <laughs> oh. Well, then you might hear Rick say, you might hear Sean say, you might hear John say. Ha, ha, ha.